Hello and welcome to Ben the Nia's Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra the Watchful. Friends, welcome back to our Song of Ice and Fire podcast. We are breaking it down here. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I am Team Allison through and through. Wow. I don't, wow. Know you, I don't know how you couldn't be, quite frankly. Wow. <laughs> As oh. let me just let me just go ahead and say it here. She so, when you play yeah, when you play the Game of Thrones, you know, you win or you die. Okay. Wow. And Allison has made she is in it. Okay. She has to win it. But she she's in it now. She's oh uh, has she has has she made a deal with the devil? I mean, it's just wild. I so many things in this episode, dude, that I just did not... Uh, I like what they did. I really, really, really like it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see Dam- Damon again. How many lines? He just doesn't have very many... You know, like, he, he doesn't do much, but yet his presence is so... Powerful. Powerful. Power. The Rogue Prince. The Rogue Prince. And the Princess uh, and the Queen. What do you, what'd you what think, man? Wow. Um, for me, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, guys. Still getting over COVID here with a little bit of the uh, coughing. Um, but uh, for me, this was probably this was like a three and a half, four star episode for me. Yep. I mean, again, you know, you, you, you're not always going to have like just, ec, you know, mega action scenes like right, we saw. Right. I thought that the shift to the new actresses and some of the new cast was you know it's it's just we we've been with them for a while and they were so good i think they were honestly a performance ended up being better than perhaps even hbo or anybody thought yeah. but today was today it was good i mean today it was it was good and seeing them right it is is and i was great going forward i have no doubt that it's going to be epic emma darcy for me crushing it oh, as yeah. we're here i'm so in uh there's a lot of childbirth this absolutely season, <clears throat> yeah not uh, let a let alone uh right this this uh this ep- this episode yeah we got to see vagar which was awesome right kind of a a little bit of a slower episode but building tensions are there this feels very much like a mid-season game of thrones episode yeah right yeah. like the back and forth, we're over in Essos a little bit, and the the political scheming, going back and forth, you know, hey, like, killing people through, you know, making business deals in the back rooms and everything, oh, yeah. and oh, then yeah. how you present yourself at court. It was a good to great episode. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it because, like you said, you, you need an episode like this, especially as you're transitioning in these different um, actors, and I thought Olivia Cook did a great, great freaking job as well. Um, of course she was- did. I, I, I mean, you know, sorry, she's killing it, too. So I just want to make sure we're throwing some fairness around here. Right? You know, seems like things are a little, uh, you know, we, we got we got the we got the blacks and the greens. All right. We got to represent both. So uh, equal representation. But, man, I tell you what, there was so much to kind of digest. They did a really good job of like in one episode, literally just one episode, getting through all of the. Because you kind of need to get through this whole phase of like what's going on with Lena uh, Valerian and what happened to her and her death, like her whole death and everything. People are like pouring one out for you here in the comments. Uh, Lane or, you know, like what how do you deal with that situation? 
Rainier has his plan. Hey, you know, you kind of play your game. I'm going to play my game in the bedroom. We're going to do that separately. Let's see how that worked out for her. I mean, these are, again, her babies, her Targaryen babies. And look at the, the game cost you their father's life. You know, I mean, it's people who are close to you. It's it's wild. It is. An, it's a what she's playing with fire and she's a Targaryen and she ought to know better uh, is what I'll say. But it's just um, fascinating because you have to get through that piece, Matt, because the next the next phase, right, is the craziness. Everything from here, I feel like things are going to really go quick these last uh, couple episodes or whatever, because right now you're really trying to build uh, out the the heirs and the children and bring them, get us used to them and figure out the dynamics between them they did a great job of showing like some of them get along they're okay with each other that's really aiming they're kind of like yeah he's a little odd right yeah. so i mean <clears throat> yeah um the stuff with the little kids man they are really building it up i do want to real quick just respond to one question here mike yeah. jones asks in the books was it clear that her kids were bastards it's one of those things where because the books are sort of this it's written by multiple sources that are like talking about it. It's I would say it's not entirely it's not entirely confirmed, but it's definitely alluded to. I don't think I don't think yeah. there's anything that ever really sort of it's it's their little physical descriptions, um just just little things like that. There were it does mention that there were hmm. whispers that there were whispers on the court that these were bastard children. I think somebody's tongue was actually cut out because of uh, they, they made this insult in front of the king or something like that. You guys can check me on the comments. But I think so. Yeah, it was like but they never really, you know, because it was so hush hush that when you look at it from a historical context, the guy who's writing down that history book, Matt, he better not be putting these kind of blasphemies in there. Right. I mean, so I he won't be writing the book anymore. So that's sort of the angle sometimes that I feel like uh, when George was writing that he tried to leave it very ambiguous so good question yeah 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 great yeah great question um ooh, man are we moving a bit fast i don't know i thought it was good <laughs> i actually really thought the pace was okay uh i i feel like i'm shocked that because we saw harwin strong before the bump into like he, he bumps into rhaenyra in in the street when damon's taking her out so he's been around he he knows sort of what's up and what's going on I, they, they really did do a good job. So 10 years, 10 years is the big jump. And you kind of have to do this. I think before the show started, I was talking to you about uh, HBO embracing the time, you know, jumps. Unlike House of the Dragon, they did. A, they, or I'm sorry. Un, unlike Rings of Power, where they did a time compression. And so I actually think this is cool. I think fans can follow it pretty well, too. That was that, that was the big thing is, is can you follow this? And you can see the series looks the King of Death like showed up this episode. I mean, he looks like a dead he man looks, walking. He looks he looks like the man from Tales of the of the Crypt. Okay. Right, I mean, right. when I when I saw Viserys and Jimmy's joining us here too. So when Dan I when Aykroyd I saw Viserys from <laughs> nothing but trouble. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> Jimmy, he what I mean like a wreck. Well, I mean, your thoughts uh, on on today's episode. I, I really, really liked it. Um, I, I liked the fact that, you know, it's a little bit older. I like the fact that it's a bit more mature. Um, yeah. And a lot of stuff happened in this episode. Like, right. pretty crazy. I liked a lot of the symbolism, especially like the top of Laris's cane and then it coming back with the pin on the shirt. Um, also, like, it'll cost you an eye coming from Helena. Uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? Cool, what? 
you know, for those who know, know, and it's just like, whoo, man, uh, a lot of little subtle drops. So much foreshadowing today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in, in the books, it actually says that um, Lena's child is this sort of monstrosity, which other Targaryens have had. Like, it's been a Targaryen thing that sometimes when they have kids, they when they die in childbirth, they're not just like a baby that's born. Sometimes it, it it's often described as like with scales or almost, you know, dragon esque. And there will be more in the future. And I'm surprised they didn't really say anything about that because that in Fire and Blood, that is how it's kind of hinted at. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know that's 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 really interesting. So they I was just looking Lena up. I mean, so how many children does she have? I'm just trying to kind of look through here. I think and... three plus yeah, the one Bela, that just Okay. Reyna. So Reyna was the dragon rider. Bela was the one who was still or no, maybe vice versa, was still working on trying to get the egg next to the fire and was talking about maybe it'll uh hatch or something, right? So Interesting. I always forget how many dragon riders there are in terms of House Valerion and how how freaking powerful they are. Yeah, man. yeah so, it's pretty crazy. What did you yeah. hey, what did you guys think about her like Damon's relationship, I guess, with Lena? I thought it was he's like settling down, like I'm like I don't not 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 truly, but like he seems content. He was happy to be a guest, all that kind of stuff. What'd you guys think? Well, it's kind of cool that she was like, you've always wanted more. You've always been, been meant to be more. Yeah. And uh, I thought that moment was pretty important because in the book, uh, Eustace and Mushroom argue back and forth whether the trip um, was actually romantic or not. And we, it was kind of romantic in a way when they were both riding dragons. Like You can see Damon enjoying the adventure of that, right. the thrill. And he looks across at Lena and she's enjoying it as well. Blows. So in a way it works, but then also when it came down to the details of the actual trip, you could tell that they were opposed and Damon feels a little bit lost. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt that scene a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like I kind of, it got me a little bit, but I will, I did think that the entire end for Lena was a little rushed. I thought it was too quick. It was, it felt a little fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get well. And I, I wasn't really sure what Damon was. I, I think he sort of like pulled off and sort of said like, you know, no, it's not worth a. Because I, I think he heard her say she he, that, she wanted <clears throat> that type of death, like a dragon rider's right. death mm-hmm. someday. So well, that was it was yeah. I mean, that was interesting too because earlier we had Viserys in a similar situation where he said do it, and here you have Damon saying right. no. Right. Yeah. So yeah. and you could you could tell and like the books kind of alluded to this too because up to this point we've seen we just saw Damon kill his wife his old you know his first wife uh allegedly in uh, allegedly oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. in in the last <laughs> one but the books um the books you know World of Ice and Fire Rogue Prince Fire and Blood any of the histories do really make it seem like Damon actually legitimately very much loved Lena Valerian yeah. 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 And and I think that they did a pretty good job of showing that maybe it wasn't the best fit for him and it's not his truest ambition, but maybe a settling of him saying, hey, my secession line has slipped so far that like this is the only marriage that makes sense to keep me close, especially kind of being banished right by the king. Right. So like there's that piece of like it's a political move, but I do think he admired her a lot. And I felt that on screen. That's why I said, even though it was rushed, like when she you know, gets eaten by flames. I, I, I kind of felt it a little bit. I felt it in my chest. Yeah. 
especially since they alluded earlier in the episode about the who can command a dragon and at the end a dragon will only respond mm -hmm. to its to its sort of bonded rider yeah Bro, how big yeah. is vagar's head huge <laughs> well and i think that's sort of like in that short amount of time a lot of respect you're like whoa hold on a second um she's like we're talking about one of the big like the biggest you know so she's she's a dragon rider she's a warrior she's like she's just, is, i don't know she feels and how big cool is vagar in the whole vagar is, is second largest second largest to the black to valerian wow. yeah. but now you know we have the pink dread now so we got also factor right. in the pink dread we got look out now look out <laughs> The uh, just, they are they are doing such a great job of already making everyone hate Aegon. Dude, he yeah. I'm just saying he heard the bells and he was <laughs> he started ringing his own bell. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, he's, he's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, though. You know, I thought maybe maybe they were gonna change the books and he was about to go full Tom in mode, you know. <laughs> just random, just you know, I'm not feeling it anymore. Right, yeah, right. So, okay, quick question. I, I, and I know this is maybe this is not in the books as far as I know, but like, Allison is she? She spares Sir Crispin. Let's call him by his real name, Sir Sir Kristen Cole. Let's be respectful, okay? Let's be right. respectful. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I she she spares him, and and it is like he's he's there. He does insult the princess a little bit at one point. She's the queen. Uh, are they hooking up at all? I don't think so. No, I don't think, and I don't think it's ever like necessarily alluded to. I thought in my head canon at one point that maybe ah uh, down the line that Allison is very, she, I, very queen like. She's very, she's the queen. I mean, she is doing her duty. She is taking care of him. Blah blah blah. Like just sort of looking, looking over. I, I feel like doing a good job. I, I don't know, guys. I'm sort of team <clears throat> Allison right now. You know, because, it's well with, with Allison. I gotta say, it's kind of interesting because on one hand you see her playing the game right yeah but and then another moment so it was very like this very interesting dynamic that we've seen where she's almost like wants to put feet in but doesn't you know she's hot and she's cold you know the next yeah. thing you know you're in then you're out right i mean oh which yeah is, which is it right I okay, mean, okay. <clears throat> yeah so it's like when she's talking to egg she's like if we don't, if we do not secure you as king, you will die. Is that because she wants him to be king and she's playing the game, or is that because she's legitimately fearing for her son's life? Then when Clubfoot, you know, the worm kills her, kills those guys from Heron Hall, who in the books, by the way, they allude to an idea that Damon may have done it. That is one of the accounts that there is. That a is one of yeah. yeah, that one, yeah. That Damon would have done it in order to um take out more potential to get him closer to Rhaenyra. Mm -hmm. She's like freaked out. She's like, I don't want this. So mm -hmm. it's like, what exactly do you want? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's going to get more complicated when dad shows back up. Well, it's full throttle then. But that's the thing, Jimmy. They, okay. So her, this, I'm sorry. All right. Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra has been lying left and right. Wow. She is lying. These, make one mistake with Ez, and it's a wrap. Hey, hold on a second. These children are bad. It's just tre treason. She is committing outright treason. Is she or is she not? She is at bastard no. children knowingly. These are, she, I mean, and then presenting them. She's as, the heir to the Iron Throne. Yeah, I uh, and she's right. also saying she's saying as the heir to the Iron Throne that my bastard child should also be the heir. 
Well, well, hey, so Cersei did that. I don't believe that they're bastards. You do. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? It's what the it's it's what the realm believes. And you have good right. queen, by the way, good queen Alicent in this situation, not Alicent, <laughs> and Alicent, who is doing I just I mean, she's just in this position. She's been good to the king. She's gave the realm all of these heirs. And she's she's raising them right. Then you sent you lie to her face as her friend. Then she's got to send her father. Uh, her father gets sent away because her father gets cut out as hand of the king because Rhaenyra is lying, and he's actually trying to faithfully serve the king yeah. there. At the Hold same on, time. let me let she me say this pillow once. Hey, look, let me say exactly what Lady Shannon says here in the chat. The kids are Targaryens. That's all that matters, okay? Because the same thing Allison happens. kids are the, Targaryen. The, Absolutely. The same thing happens in like 20 to, you know, 50 years or whatever it is when Aegon IV has sons and he's the king and he hey. says they're all legitimate and his son, Daemon, the next Daemon, uh, who in my book is actually even a cooler Daemon, the Daemon Targaryen, uh, he will become Daemon Blackfire is actually a Targaryen and a Targaryen parentage, even though technically he's a bastard. He's then legitimized. I mean, he's he's got he's yeah. pure Targaryen. I wish Rhaenyra would come forward and legitimize her bastards and make that public knowledge and say, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish she would do that versus this treachery sort of behind the back stuff. No, I'm just teasing. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. So they've done a good job. My whole point is, have they not done at least, in, because I think when you first, when you read this, and we're, you know, we're House Targaryen, it's sort of like, you know, we have to kind of, oh, we got to get in line behind Rhaenyra. This is what Viserys wanted, etc. But we got to remember, these are his kids also. These are his children. These are, like, Viserys' kids. Uh, Aemon and Aegon and so on. So that's another thing to kind of consider. And it's such a crazy, interesting dynamic. You have to almost, like, have some sympathy for uh, the greens and the way you do that is you like Rhaenyra is doing all these different things. Otherwise she doesn't have, I mean, until Damon comes along, unless she uses Sir Harwin strong, she's not really gonna, I mean, how, you know, she's not going to have right. children or an heir. And yeah, they, they're definitely trying to play up a little bit of that sympathy, right. With her at the end with Laris, like she's in, she's get, she's now crawling into bed, not literally, but figuratively yeah. with, with people who are, going way higher than just like making sure the realm's at peace. They have own personal ambitions. And uh, I think inviting Otto back is going to be chaos. I mean, it's going to be chaos. It's gonna, she's she's going to get even further down the hole. And then sunken cost fallacy starts playing in. She's, she's stuck. She's right. stuck at this point. Uh, that whole uh, training yard scene, though, was yeah. awesome. I thought that it was, was cool. awesome. That was cool. Definitely, yeah. And you could see the... Man, you could still see. What about I think Matt, the, you said he's he's got to get over it. Kristen, what about the blatant it. disrespect from old Crispin Cole, saying saying like, "How dare you strike Aegon?" The yeah. print. I mean, hold on. He, Jaceres is, uh, by all accounts, the real prince because Rhaenyra is the heir, which makes her children. The real heirs. He's just some. It, that would be like no different than Damon's kid. He should probably be more concerned with Jace. Now, point, let right? me remind yeah. everyone in the chat just real quickly why there was a war fought in a Song of Ice and Fire series over. I mean, I mean, 
I mean, Eddard Stark lost his head for this kind of stuff. Remember how we were behind the Starks and, oh, Joffrey, what the heck? They're a bunch of bastards. Oh. <laughs> now we're over here like, yeah, we should probably support the, those bad. You know what? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Listen, right, it's, it's gray. All right. It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> right, I know. it's wild what it makes you. Do I know when the like, when the La when the Lannisters are, you know, having incest, we're like, that's disgusting. But the <laughs> minute but the minute John and Danny are on a boat together, like, let's go. <laughs> like, what up, Ani? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so we're so uh yeah. Speaking of poor. disgusting, what about Viserys? <laughs> He looks terrible. Oh, he looks so bad. Is his whole arm missing there? I mean, like, yeah, it looked like it was a loose sleeve. Uh, there might be just a little bone left in there. But I mean, I looked at my wife. I said, "Oh my god, <laughs> he looked like Patty Constantine's never looked so bad ever." Yeah, that was really that was rough. I mean, and he's just trying to. He was. He's talking about like his legacy. What's he going to leave behind? And trying to kind of keep this. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate. Matt said he was a weak, a weak king. You know, and I, yeah. I think you guys talked about that last week, right? A little bit. It's like, man. What is up? Is is he to blame for some of these things? I mean, you, know? you can see it even here. He's trying to keep the peace. I really, really liked when he came in from the birth and he had that moment where he kissed Rhaenyra and, you know, said, great yeah. job today, essentially. I yeah. thought that was really important because, you know, in, in Fire and Blood, it is very evident that they have a strong relationship, especially after like all of this stuff where like it's <laughs> there's Viserys. Guys. There he is, guys. I, he is, man. I don't, like, That's the next is episode. The, is, is it the is it the. I mean, look, he's even in the throne, right? I mean, it's like, seriously, he looks like I was like, he looks like the guy from Tales of the Crypt. Actually, the Tales of the Crypt guys actually got both hands at least. So, you <laughs> yeah. know. Uh -huh. <laughs> also, uh, did you see him kissing the second ring on his finger towards the end when the rat comes across mm -hmm. the mantle? And, oh, like, yeah. He's yeah. torn up about Rhaenyra. You know, that's a little scene that they kind of got in. Um, and I, I don't know. I really, really like that because after all the questioning of the secession, it is clear in the book that he is, you know, he loves his daughter and she loves him. Like they have a good yeah. relationship. So I well, thought that was kind of cool. And that that shows his nature with Damon as well. That's right. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's another big thing, though. Damon, I feel like this whole if you were out, on, I mean, people love loved him so far anyways. But if you're sort of like, oh, you know, like if, if he's been off putting or something, he just like calmed down majorly has these kids is like doing his own thing. Almost like Jimmy, I think it was you was saying, or, or maybe it was Matt, like that he's gotten so far away from the throne that it's like, he's looking up dragon lore. He's looking up dragon writers and like, mm -hmm. where's his place. He, he's like almost being really self-reflective and thinking, what is my role in all of this? And, and what can I do to leave a legacy? So yeah, that's pretty cool. It's just cool to see, you know, him stepping back into, well, what yeah. will what be did you, Westeros? Two, uh, two things. What did you guys think about, and we'll start with the, the Alicent portion of it first. The fact that, you know, it's like the queen is, has requested your presence when Rhaenyra literally just finished giving birth. I mean, like oh. that minute just finished giving birth. And then it's like, I, I don't even, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how painful that has to, that is, but I cannot imagine that many women would be like, yeah, I'm then going to go walk up a flight of stairs uh, with my like, eight, like, grand, like, oh, God. I mean, that was rough. But walking then when she gets floor. there, then when she gets there, she's like, oh, you need to be resting. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Dude, again, 
somebody else is playing it. That's that's one of those things. I know, obviously, Allison probably as coming in with the whole my dog ate my homework. But excuse here, it's probably somebody else. It's probably one of the you know again. Oh come on now! I don't think she was. She leans into Lenore and says, "You know, good. You know, one of these days you'll have one that kind of looks like you." That's true. Whoa, whoa, out of line. Which is a line lifted right from the book, which I like. Yeah, which was great. Yeah, yeah. But then, what about Rhaenyra? I mean, that scene. First of all, it it was like a one. I mean, I think it was two, but it was like a one continuous shot scene, Mm -hmm. the way it's filmed. And literally, her like, I'm like, that's exactly how I feel like any woman would be. Is they're like, they see this flight of stairs, and it's like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm like that now. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. No, I'm not going up to see. Yeah, dude. Whenever she she's coming back, she's like, "You, you presume the name, my child." And you know, he's like, "Well, I was part of this too." And then she's like, "I'm the one bleeding," and she walks away. And there's blood on the ground. It's like, yeah. oh my god. I yeah. thought that was a really strong uh, entrance as an actress for Emma. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It de- oh, because she was very likable. Like Matt was saying in the beginning, like everyone's gonna be freaking loving her because yeah. just the way she's she even does. I think she feels, and Allison has a point here. She's sort of saying things are slipping around me, right? The realm, mm-hmm. people are talking. My father's turning a bl- blind eye to this. So much so that, I mean, how strong sort of says, hey, we're going to go back to Hall. We got to bounce because this is getting pretty, you know, I, I don't know, one or two more missteps here and we could be in big trouble. Yeah. So, but she uh, she offers to wed the children, which was a pretty good offer. Pretty good. Pretty fair. Pretty fair. Now, I, uh, yeah, I mean, so Allison doesn't take it. Uh, so I don't know what's, you know, what's, a, I mean, that's a little, she thinks she has the upper hand here a little bit, you know, and, mm-hmm. and she's all, she also, yeah. though, I think one of her personality, like, just, it seems like she's very much into honor and duty and trying to be very whatever. And so she's shocked that like Rhaenyra would mm-hmm. do what she did and Targaryens are wild and she lied to me in the Godswood and all that kind of stuff. And then, she sees Sir Kristen and she's taking, you know, the whole thing. So she really wouldn't want her kids mixing in with them because they're bastards, you know? Wow. Let's, and, and I mean, threat- let's, be honest, let's be honest about it. You know, say like, let's call it what it is. I mean, like, so <laughs> do you think she do you think that she should have taken that deal? Yes, they should. have, And they should have said, and that's the end of House of the Dragon. And all was peaceful right. after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think that's she I still don't think that would have done. Right, it was, right. It was a way out of all of this. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think that she, I mean, yeah, technically, as far as chess pieces in the Game of Thrones, she probably should have, and her father mm-hmm. might have even been like, said yes. I think yeah. Otto probably would have appreciated it. Yeah, it, it's one of those things though. Like, Allison needs it needs the wrongs to be righted, and even when Kristen Cole uh, Cole calls Rhaenyra, you know, right, name, right, doesn't like. Uh, she don't like it she don't like it she said whoa no. whoa we do this with honor and then mm-hmm. at the end obviously she's now in league with laris and honors out the window also this subtle uh subtlety of the tongues being cut off i thought was really interesting um nice little detail my wife really liked they, that and keep showing the rats yes and the rats are there and there's going to need to be a rat catcher at some point someone's gonna have to come catch these rats so mm-hmm. yeah what you about you- oh god just real quick, here's an interesting. So we, I, I was, I was kind of just kidding about the idea that Allison had somebody else order Rhaenyra up upstairs, but like, oh, Clubfoot. I mean, if he is trying, is he playing his up? You know, he actually self interest, but they also are trying could, to. He actually could have been the one because they don't think they ever really went back game? on. Right. Yeah, I don't know. 
Because I don't know, because it's it's actually kind of interesting because. Yeah, would she do that with Allison? I almost don't know. Of... I almost actually don't think she did. Wait, yeah. are you talking about Rhaenyra having to come after the birth? Yeah. Yeah. I actually she just wanted don't... the baby. She didn't want Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra made a decision to go. That was Rhaenyra saying, you want my kid? F you. I'm coming. Like, oh, I see. Okay. 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 So, oh, okay, I got you. yeah, the the when the handmaid comes in, she's like the, the she wants to see the baby, not you. And then that's you. whenever Rainier is like, oh, okay, okay, right, like not good. This baby's not going anywhere without me. I got yeah. that makes that makes a lot. That actually helps Rainier's character a lot, just in terms of like, yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm gonna if you want if that's an yeah. order from the queen, I'm I'm coming upstairs too. Yeah. And then Allison says you should be resting, and Rainier's like, I'm sure you would love for me to be resting at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like, yeah, that was never gonna happen. Right. Right. Okay. Nice. Um, one other, so Jimmy, you mentioned it earlier because I wanted to talk about this. I thought I was like hearing things. Is it Helena? Is it Helena uh, Targaryen? Yeah, Helena, that's how I pronounce it. I might yeah. be wrong though. When she says, um, when she mentions the what, like you'll have to give up an eye. It did why? Why did she say that? What has what causes her to say that? Is that does she having some Targaryens have always had dreams as right? She's. I feel like she she seems a little off, not off, but like distant and a dreamer, perhaps a, yeah i feel like she's got some daydreams going on or something she's a seer you know yeah i don't know close one eye cool like th there's something going on there and i felt like that's pretty cool because we don't get a whole lot about her in in the text and she's sort of overshadowed by all these other figures and for her to be there in their midst kind of seeing things and maybe mm -hmm. not saying as much as she could have but if anybody were paying close attention in that on that side of the family you would want to like Hold on, wait. What? What did you say? And you're like, Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, like, can you like tell us what's gonna happen here? So I felt like that was really cool, and it's just interesting that she's overlooked a lot. So yeah, yeah and I think like it's that kind of stuff that they're adding in that isn't like necessarily in the text or like right. in the text as far as the dream goes. That is kind of a good nod to the spirit of the books with subtleties and misinterpretations and things like that. So I think I think it's like an important scene and a great addition from Condell and team. Uh, Miguel directed this episode, I believe. So oh, okay, nice, nice good stuff. Um, yeah, about yeah. Helena, we, there was one question. Helena was the was the daughter. She was just reading. She was only shown for a little bit in that in that episode. Mm -hmm. right yeah. yeah just just yeah just for hot she was playing with oh she was the one playing with the, like the centipede or whatever or the whatever yeah, what millipede. millipede i have no idea i don't know i'll I don't play know. bugs i wouldn't i was out yeah Aegon was playing with a bug <laughs> good <laughs> lord what is up with... <laughs> it's crazy is that yeah, the that same was... window tom no because tom i guess would be I... in the king's quarters right <laughs> Oh, but they could have. I mean, we could have moved. It's all kinds of stuff dropping out that window. Uh, I wouldn't want to be the cleaner. Did you see below. him looking at the, the at the handmaid or the the servants mm -hmm. or whatever? He kind of had yeah. a little look for them, like he was a lusty. Like, yeah, made me wonder mm -hmm. if something wasn't uh, wasn't going on there. Yeah, I feel bad for Helena. So, yeah. What about Heron Hall? Um, like, obviously, we've we've oh. watched the show, we've read the books, but like seeing one of the historical events happen at Heron Hall. And then right. thinking about Arya being there later, you know, I, I don't know. I just really enjoyed the fact right. that it's like a prequel moment where it's like, oh, uh, yeah, that's like part of the reason why people think this place is cursed. Like mm -hmm. they thought it that way the whole time. And this is another uh, tale for them to tell about Harrenhal. And every time Harrenhal's on screen, it's like the cool. I love it. I love it. it might be my yeah. favorite set. I yeah, we got to see it. Early. We got to see it way earlier. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, because um, I asked this as earlier too, uh, just before you jumped jumped in. 
like pacing like with the time jumps did we do we think it, how do we think how do you feel about that i feel pretty good um so right now where we're at uh the end of this chapter which is like the question of succession or someone can correct me whatever it's named but there's about four to five pages left and i'm wondering if season one's just going to go all the way to that and then the next chapter is called something else which i won't say yeah we're through. in we're in one we're in about 120 ac right now is when a lot of the events in 120 ac in the timeline is both heron hall and mm-hmm. um the strong's deaths yeah and it's like page 385 and i think it goes like 389 in fire and blood so I'll, i guess like these last what we have seven eight nine ten so we have four episodes left are they going to do an episode a page are they going to bring in some stuff from the next chapter it's yeah uh, it, it I don't know. We'll see. I was surprised that we saw Heron Hall this episode. I thought Heron Hall would be next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I wouldn't have hated. I don't know what the next episode is, though, so that's hard to say, but we'll see. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. Like, where are they going to kind of tie things? What's going to happen? I don't know. Like, like they're going to Dragonstone, right? So that's mm-hmm. that's we, we definitely got that, that they're going to Dragonstone. Um, Damon is coming back, so we'll see how that all goes mm-hmm. down. And yeah, I guess we don't want to say too much more about. Yeah, Lena there's a lot of stuff that's like it's, a lot of things that happen. Right. Um, I was just yeah. shocked that we got Lena and Heron Hall this episode. I thought they might split that up. Um, yeah. Shake is saying and, the next episode is called Driftmark. Yeah. Okay. And real quick, uh, just because I haven't, haven't haven't said it in a while. Um, so say Mike Jones here saying I'm not waiting another year or two to finish this. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to read the books. So the the kind of nice thing about this context, and I've I've done this before, and I'll I'll do it again here real quick, is that there's a lot of different ways to sort of consume this this content. There's the World of Ice and Fire book, which is more of like a broad, just huge history of it. There's Fire and Blood, which is that book, which is I guess more I guess the the direct kind of thing they're pulling from but they really both are kind of the same information then there's a few novellas which are actually a kind of a cool way these were like what george wrote way back in the day and actually fire and blood and the world of ice and fire pretty much pulled them word for word from this content mm-hmm. and on youtube i know you can find the audiobooks for both of those which are the rogue prince and the princess and the queen and i believe uh they're both narrated by um, the guy who plays Jorah Mormont, whose name I'm blanking on right now, but he narrates oh. them. Oh, that's wow. cool. I didn't know yeah. he narrated yeah. them. That's really yep. awesome. And they're, both, and they're both on YouTube. Yeah. Nice. I mean, like somebody uploaded them for free on YouTube, but yeah, you yeah. can find them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Princess and the Queen was the title of this episode too, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So actually, it's kind of interesting because everyone's like, oh man, George wrote Fire and Blood when he should be right. It's actually like some a lot of this content was already written like years ago. It's like Fire mm-hmm. and Blood was more of like a editorial piece for him mm-hmm. yeah and he also said that he felt like it was Ian not Glenn. as strenuous uh for him to write as well yeah. um yeah dude yeah i i don't know i really like this episode i like the dragon bits i thought they were good i thought the kids were really really good uh because kid actors are hit hit or miss with me like and usually it's a miss like 99 percent of the time i don't like kid actors it's one of the things that game of thrones also did really well um but house of the dragon kids so far I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging the cask. Yeah, that is tough to do because they, mm-hmm. they came out. They just feel like they, they, they don't stand out in any way. That's like really off putting. They just are the, there. And the kid who's playing Aegon looks yeah. just like Finn Wolfhard. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like everyone, everyone's <laughs> like, is that Finn Wolfhard? It's like, nah, it's not. But man, it looks because he's a little bit older now. But 
It's like go look at go watch Stranger Things like season three, and it looks ju- like it could be him. He does have like a very Targaryen look about him, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I like <laughs> Matt Smith as well, right? I I just love that Rhaenyra goes in there and and just tells him what's up, or not Rhaenyra, Allison goes in there and just tells tells him what. Oh, what you love Allison. I mean, it's pretty I clear. love Allison. I'm just sort of like <laughs> man. I it actually makes me mad that he's so like just like loony. I don't. He's just sort of a a prick you know i mean he yeah. seems like he's gonna be yeah. kind of a i'm like come on what is going who like, did you did you think um who did you think was like the better of the transitions allison or rhaenyra from the young actors to the new oh ones? i really liked them both i really i really thought they both did did like a really good job you mean just like in their in their acting because they both look exactly like they very know. Very, 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 very similar. Well, if you just pick, and um, if you just had to pick which one you thought was like stood out more, Emma Darcy, for me. Yeah, I thought she, I thought she did excellent. Olivia Cook. And this, I, I, I equally actually, <laughs> actually, and and actually, in this one, I think I will give the nod. Not that I mean they're both fantastic, but I just I do think that this was really like the first episode where we actually got Allison. Because hmm. Hmm. Okay. I because Rhaenyra had you know the younger version, Millie Alcock had so much screen time in those episodes where it always felt like Alicent was always kind of like this background character who had a few, you know, shining moments per episode. But this was really like her first episode where she's like forefront main character. Um, So I guess like to me, Olivia cook just stood out a little bit more from Mm -hmm. the train, just because it was like, we actually got to see this character, but I mean, they were both obviously fantastic. Yeah. In you know, over ten years, you can see all that bitterness and and everything that because really the previous uh, Allison right is the younger Allison is so sweet and so just I mean easy go like really can't believe that Rhaenyra would go and do this and uh, it's just I don't know she's nervous she's doing this whole thing <laughs> just, and stuff. he's just on this out he's just digging did that she, out was, I love was she, I love it. did she do the finger thing today she did clutch did her she, neck. She, I saw okay. her clutch her neck when oh, Laris okay. was like, you know, you have to do things to do things. Oh, and God, she's, she's like, so weird. <laughs> Laris is weird. Dude, that guy's a good And he actor. put, and did you yeah, see he put the little B, he put the little B symbol on him. So in case they got caught, they wouldn't come back to him. Yeah. How good. Wow. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the Lar- Laris acting quite a bit, but uh, you you know, Matt, I like what you said though, because you said this is the first time we see Allison being Allison. And that is so true because through the first five, a lot of people were saying, I don't understand why everyone hates Allison so much. And us, you know, that have know a little bit more context, you know, this is the person we've been thinking of, not right. so much younger. Um, and also, obviously, they did a lot to flush out Allison's younger years uh, than it is in Fire and Blood. So, um, okay, I don't like new Allison. Interesting. Um, my wife was like, I honestly forgot that they switch actresses. Like, she thought that Allison okay. looked yeah. so similar. She was like, I just didn't yeah. even think about it really. So uh, super chat here. Viserys yeah. denial of the situation is making me hate him. We've we've talked about it. The is he is a weak? Me. Is he a weak king? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he, he weak. Yeah, I mean, or is he put in an impossible position? Okay, is he? I mean, what are you supposed to do, guys? I mean, it's his daughter. His his wife. Then his new wife has as second wife has children. I mean. He just wants peace for the realm, guys. What would what would you have him do? What would you have him do different? I don't know. Just speak up every now and then. 
you know, that would be nice. Actually know? put his foot I mean, down and tell people what's up. I mean, uh, now, though, I will, I don't know, I got, I feel like I'm going to give it, give him sl- a little more credit than I've given him, than I've given him the past few weeks, just because it's now been 10 years and it's still like pretty obvious. I mean, op- like it's to the point where Allison and everyone is fearing that Rhaenyra is actually still going to be the heir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly whatever he's, he's done with her. Well, and, and he is still saying, I don't want to hear it. He's pulling the old Tywin Lannister where. Yeah. You know he knows, but he just doesn't want to. Well, and he wants to die uh, like a happy, peaceful man. He just wants to be like, nope, I'm sticking to my guns here. My daughter's going to be happy with me. This was said a long time ago. But, you know, the more time that goes by, really, he's he is more like those 10 years sort of solidify her as the heir in the minds of the realm. So it's 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 getting tougher and tougher to, like, change that. So does he make it through the next episode? No, he's a goner. I feel like he's this is happening. I feel like something's happening too. I th- yeah, I think Viserys will be around for a few more episodes, in my opinion. I, yeah. I think so. Did you guys see? So, Jim, was it Jimmy that you that said they put the bees on those guys? Or mm-hmm. was that Matt? Or Matt, Matt, well, Matt said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So <sighs> awesome. That's awesome. I just went mm-hmm. back and I was, I was scrolling back through it. That does everything, that sets up everything. It's just so cool. It's really good. It's That's really just... good, subtle details. Well done. Yeah. Gosh. Okay, guys. Well, hey, predictions for next next week. Well, it's hard because I feel like I know what's going to happen next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, there will be dragons. Yep. Maybe. That, that, that's, yeah. my, that's my prediction. Uh, mm-hmm. I also feel like next week is probably going to be a much heavier Damon episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What did we say in the preview? All we saw was sort of I, I, something is going to go down between the children, I feel like. Right. Like, yeah. So, be... To be fair, sometimes in the previews, they show stuff that doesn't oh. happen. That's like the right. next few weeks, because mm-hmm. this preview showed some of the big scenes we saw in the trailers, like the scene of Allison with the dagger, like trying to stab Rhaenyra and Rhaenyra's like, well, now they all see you for who you are. That was in that trailer. There was a dragon that was stolen um how many episodes do we have in total do we uh there's 10 so we have four left and i believe that after okay i believe after episode seven there's going to be another time jump i think it was confirmed somewhere after episode seven so that's so i think after week. episode seven we see the kids will be grown up so i think we only have these like actors for the right. kids yeah for so two episodes and then yeah the series is only so jimmy's right probably gonna be he's probably gonna be around for two more Maybe he'll he'll the next he'll one die, he'll die in episode eight eight which yeah, will be like yeah i mean he doesn't die i'm just saying like we don't know right. we're not saying anything's gonna happen guys it's just he looks like he's on <clears throat> death's doorstep if you will okay he looked bad 10 years ago yeah he did look bad <laughs> 10 it, by the way is it really just what is it is it the is it the throne that's killing him is it just the knicks and the uh un poor treatment the duty it's the duty i guess right because it's so it just feels like wouldn't you hire somebody else? i mean somebody's got to check what's what's going on is he not looking around saying I'm, I'm like does this happen to every targaryen king you know like what? Nah, i think he's just being pulled apart by the secession mm. i think that's it yeah okay. hey All the right. throne does reject some kings that's right true it is true. an oracle yeah. And many, many uh, super super chat here from Playboy Lottie says 
Next week is going to be the growing of a savage, and it ain't Rhaenyra's kids. That's all we're saying. Right. Yeah. That's probably about all the kids. That's all we're saying. <laughs> yeah. How far do we want to go with it? Yeah. No, I think it's going to be great. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be like just wild. I, I got to say, I, I do appreciate how they are embracing the time jumps, they're embracing the steps forward, and they're giving us this full story, this full prelude. Yeah. To a really, because I think once you do that this season, you can do so much more. You you, you set up your big players for a, a big stage next season and, and so on, right? Yeah, and it, it's a bold uh, decision to to do the story just as it is in the books for the most part. I mean, they're adding stuff, but right. it is funny watching some people trip over themselves, which uh, where they complain about infidelity from the source material to the screen is like the biggest sin you can have when it comes to an adaptation. Yeah. And then they're also upset about the time jumps. And I'm like, well, if you want to stay true to George's material, you got to do the time jumps. I know. Or you'd I be know. adding in like, episodes worth of stuff that isn't there technically so uh it is kind of fun watching people trip over their feet um, yeah it's it's wild i'll say this too just like the time jumps here that are necessary in this are minimal compared to the time jumps you need in rings of power baby <laughs> hey i'm the, i'm not saying hey i'm just saying like, uh, when when, when is something gonna happen? Was something gonna happen? What are they gonna do something? So a lot of a lot's happening here in house of the dragon that's for sure i mean no, literally right. a lot Damn right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, as we close up shop here, uh, we have a little bit of show, you know, bend the knee news uh, to get to Sir Ezra. We got, we, we got, this is, this is friends. This is the, you know, I've been called Sir Ezra, the watchful. I've also been called Sir Ezra, the unwatchful on this, on this project. <laughs> Maybe one too many times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, so I actually so I was talking to Matt and uh, Sir Ezra is his watch has ended as of now. His watch has ended and Ez is going to be uh, burying myself into books at the Citadel. Unfortunately, they will not be the books that I want to be. I mean, you know, I still will be kind of looking over at those Song of Ice and Fire books and Winds of Winter if it ever comes out. But uh, Sir Ezra is going to go on to I'm trying to get a social studies license, guys, I'm trying to get a pay raise over here. I'm trying to make some gains or whatever matt knows my struggle in terms of uh, how much that's gonna how much that's gonna take and the energy that's gonna that's gonna i know whoa oh so i see in the comments over here hey, hey hold on a sec but uh but i'll be around you know the thing is i'll be around and be popping back in it's just like a two-year program and it is just a lot it's a big ask to kind of keep doing all the things that we do because i don't know if people i counted i sat down and counted the other day i was like do you know how many times matt and i were talking before the show how many times people have heard Sir Ezra come on and open an episode per week, Matt? Like, <laughs> yeah, we I mean, have. Like, um, at we, some point, we, we have, were doing four or five episodes like in a week. Yeah, so. we have like I don't know, th over three hundred episodes. Just we have probably combined with Patreon probably around four hundred episodes just on yeah. Ben the Knee. Let alone the other <laughs> things we do, which is like hyperspace hangout, our Star Wars show, which easily has around two hundred our wheel of time show. Right. So there's a lot of content we've been doing it. We've been doing bend the knee for five years. Yeah, man. Five years. Think about that. That is actually when you said that to me today, I was like, that is actually wild. I'm getting so freaking old. Uh, but, but with my wife and I, we kind of talked, you know, before, you know, before you start talking uh, guys about kids and when that's going to happen. And if there's a window before that, not that you can always plan these things out. 
Uh, but you try to say, okay, what are the things that I haven't really necessarily got done yet that I need to sort of sure up and get done. So, but I mean, still Matt knows this. I love talking star Wars. I love talking house of the dragon, uh, all these different things. I think we said something like after the finale, I might kind of weave back in and, and chat with you guys and see how it's going and just do a big recap. Maybe we just break down rings of power because I feel like, uh, <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Like I I've, well, yeah, that, I might be walking into a trap on that one, <laughs> we'll see. but but no, I would love to come back and sort of chat there, you know, after after the finale and stuff. But man, uh, I am just reading. I'm in uh, about four different classes right now, reading tons of books. So for now, uh, turning it over to Sir Matt and he's going to be guiding you guys through and I'll be back on from time to time. So, yes. So, yeah, certainly not a good buy from Sir Ezra, but a, uh, you know, sometimes the characters and books, you know, they they. You don't see him for but, a buck or two. Hey, that's yeah, especially in George's writing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so absolutely. So what this does mean, however, is that Sir Matt has to bring on a new full time partner to bend the knee, a song of ice and fire. Uh, and so Sir Ezra is actually going to be passing the torch. There it is. To yeah. Sir Jimmy. So Sir yeah. Jimmy was now will now be a, you know getting the knighted and we will officially be carrying the torch forward. So is, you'll be getting Sir Jimmy and I every week from now, from this day until our so, last day. <laughs> is there a title? Or is there going to be like a title like the realms or the arms that? So, I mean, can we throw arms in there somewhere? I feel like you know. Yeah, we'll we will we will. Gotta come, come up with the we'll, not on the spot here. I don't want to put you on the spot. Jimmy of House Chad. Okay, oh. yeah, that's that's me. Um, oh. As brother, yeah. Man, I I think I have listened to you and Matt. You know, I started out as a uh, a fan of Bend the Knee, yeah. and listened to you guys for hundreds of hours, maybe thousands at this point. I don't oh. know. Um, and the chemistry that you guys always brought. Uh, it made you feel like you were just part of the show. And now I am part of the show. Yeah. And to me, that's one of the coolest things that uh, has happened to me, uh, you know, in, in, in this sphere, cause I do my own content creation, but I would have never uh, started my own YouTube channel. If it wasn't for you yeah. and Matt. Yeah. So from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you. And uh, Oh dude, I got I, big shoes to fill, bro. I cannot believe we were just out at Sir Matt's wedding. And I, yeah. I like together. Like yeah. embrace it. I literally cannot think of a better, like, seriously, I will be listening and, and wanting to know what's going on with like breakdowns when, when winds of winter comes out. I mean, I swear to God, if I'm not invited back, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to invade, I will invade like a crazy man, but no, I, I think it's great because again, that's the whole thing. Our friendship started from this project and like, you know, we just sort of get, became buds and then you know next thing i know i'm seeing you out at matt's wedding and all this kind of stuff i love the fantasy network and all that and honestly for me too it's just a time to i can actually breathe for a little bit relax focus on that i can pop in that chat do more of the, those things or whatever and i'm i'm just super i'm actually super excited honestly so it's it's cool this is cool. sometimes it's nice to take a step back and just watch yeah. a little yeah. bit yeah so yeah uh but yeah, but yeah, friends, we'll be around. Thanks for all the support you guys over there in in the chat. Um, I'll be doing a small, a uh, couple of small things just with my wife. So if you guys want to check those things out, real real light, and probably won't be as consistent as what we've been doing over here. Clearly, <laughs> I just can't. I won't be able to do it. But uh, yeah, check it out. And I'll you know I still like to post my stories on Instagram. So come check me out over there at Wamprat underscore two M. Friends, you know, come say hey. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Jimmy and I are already you know. 
planning, strategizing things we're going to do. You know, you'll see some, uh, I don't know, more content, different things. It's going to be uh absolute lot of fun. Cause I also just got my new job to where it's like, now I'm, you probably noticed an uptick in content on the YouTube and, uh, the TikTok and stuff like that too. So just, you know, life changes, man, things happen and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. no, so going forward, it's, uh, you know, the utmost faith and confident in Sir Jimmy, uh, <laughs> Amen. you know, Amen. sometimes you got to make that upgrade from Joffrey to Ramsey, right? Yeah. One slam on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Right. Uh, so, so yes, yeah, so absolutely. So as will you close us out, man? Hey, yeah, time. friends, again, thanks so much. Been wonderful. And uh, as, as always, remember that winter is coming. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.